Welcome to the Sunday morning podcast from Kingdom Faith Church in Crawley. This message is by Rohan Andrew. This morning we're going to be talking about, let's have the theme up on the screen if we can, living like Jesus. So that's going to be our theme kind of going into autumn and towards the end of the year. Over the next number of months we're going to be talking about living like Jesus, what it is to live like Jesus lived. Um, 1 John 4, 17 says, as he is, so are we in this world. So we're called to live like he lived. We're called to be more and more like Jesus. That's my prayer as well. I want to be more and more like you, Lord, every day. As as Jesus lived, as he walked, as he ministered to people, and as he loved people, and as he did stuff on the earth, and as we read in the Gospels, you know, we want to be just like him. We want to do exactly what he did. Uh, and more, it says in the word, actually. We'll do more than he did. So John 1.14 says, The word became flesh and made his dwelling amongst us. We have seen his glory, the glory of the one and only Son who came from the Father, full of grace and truth. That's Jesus. He lived amongst us. He now lives inside of us, if you're born again here today. And he wants to work out his will through you today. So... How did Jesus think and how did he speak? How did he act? What was his relationship like with the Father? How did he relate to other people, the disciples, the crowds, the religious people, the sick, the oppressed, the needy? How did he um, face persecution and and opposition? How did he uh, handle pressure and the issues of the day? What did he speak about? What did he focus on? How did he pray? Um, What was his commands and Whatever he commanded, he was, he was living already. So he wasn't just telling us what to do. He was living it. Uh, and we're going to just go through a lot of that over these next few months. So today, we're going to start off with this theme. And we're going to just weave it into some stuff that's just really current at the moment. Some stuff that's, coming, that's come up in our congregation. That's come up um, across kingdom faith, really. Um, But we're going to speak into that. I'm going to preach into that this morning and encourage you to kind of just grab a hold of of God and just take your stand and take your position that God has called you to be in. That's what I want to see from this word this morning. I want us to come away from this word knowing who we are in Christ, but taking your stand, taking your position against every spiritual force that comes against us. And we take our stand and we walk and we do what God's called us to do with our lives, living like Jesus. But we, we don't take, uh, how, how can I explain it? We, we don't just get moved away by the enemy. We don't just get kind of shifted away. And when difficulties come up in life and circumstances of life and health issues and all sorts of stuff, we don't just get kind of like pushed to a side and kind of put in a corner and, and like... That's it. We just don't operate anymore because stuff is happening. I want us to be taking a stand against all of that stuff and walking forward. In John 10.10, 10, it says, The thief comes only to kill, steal, and destroy. But Jesus says, I have come that you may have life and life to its full. So Jesus has come to give us life in its, all its fullness. But we have a spiritual enemy who actually wants to come and kill and steal and destroy so it's that kind of opposite 
thing going on there. We, Jesus has come to give us life and everything and wants us to see his kingdom come in our lives, see his will be done, see his kingdom break out in our lives, in our families, with our loved ones, in our places of work, in our communities, in our finances, in our health. He, Jesus wants to give us life in all its fullness, but there is something that stands against us. And we can't be afraid of that. And we can't kind of negate that and pretend it's not, pretend the enemy is not real. But we need to realize it and just acknowledge it and acknowledge him, but then continue to move forward with God. Amen? So we're stepping into a new season. So, you know, in Kingdom Faith, we kind of work around Faith Camp, which we probably won't be, obviously, anymore because it's finished. But from September, we start, it's like a new season. You know, the new school season kind of starts, new school years, everyone moves up a year. Um, college and university or whatever else you know is going on in the natural something new starts up there but also as you may have like realized the weather kind of changes and things just September is like a time where like new stuff just happens and it's it's also in the in the spiritual realm there's like a new season so for example like you've heard this morning we're starting alpha we're starting freedom Uh, this week we're starting small groups this week there's all sorts of new things happening around us in kingdom faith and it's like we're moving forward so when people are getting set free from stuff in freedom when we're bringing people to the lord in alpha when we're meeting in small groups and encouraging each other and building each other up we're moving forward in the spirit amen we're outreaching as well and that kind of starts up and ramps up around now as well so we're moving forward and sometimes when we're moving forward the enemy doesn't like that and he has to He has to kind of put up something against us to stop us just taking ground. It's like I kind of, I see it like we're in a bit of like a turf war. Like we're we're in a war um, and it's over territory. It's over physical territory, but mainly the territory we're talking about is the lives of people. The lives of people around us. And we're in a bit of a battle with him that we want to we wanna take, we want to see more lives change. We want to see people's lives transformed. We want to see people come to the Lord and, and live in all that they can live in for Jesus. And as we're doing that, it's like the enemy wants to do the opposite and take people out and cause people to be sick and cause stuff to kind of happen in our families, in our workplaces, wherever, just to kind of put us off and set us back. But we're not going to allow him to do that. Amen? So Holly spoke about last week going into a new season, not carrying baggage, not carrying junk or issues and things like that. As we step into something new with God, we want to be lighter. We want to be able to just engage with God without stuff around us that holds us back. And that was a brilliant word. I recommend you listen to that. It's online that we're dealing with the roots of things and we're cutting off stuff so that we can move the way God wants us to move. We're not just dealing with symptoms as things pop up, but we're dealing with the roots. And freedom is great for that, but also you don't need to wait and to do a 12-week course to do that. You know, speak to us, ask someone, ask your small group leader, just get help, get into the word, pray into it, and God will just show you the way out of just dealing with the stuff of life. Amen? Now, one of the words that has come out over September, and this, this, this came out in one of our eight o'clock meetings this week, um, is that we're in a war and we're in a battle. So at Roffey Place, where a number of us as staff, we work and we meet together and where the students meet together, each morning um, during the week, there's an eight o'clock meeting and we just pray together and we worship and we meet with God together. And on Wednesday, I believe it was, um, there was a really strong word that came out through a number of us 
and Pastor Clive especially, that we're in a battle. We're in a season where we're in a battle and we're a season where we're in war with the enemy. God spoke to me over August around camp and just said, you know, August after camp is a time where you, when you kind of relax and you need to rest and you need to kind of just receive from him and just switch off a bit and just, you know, gain your strength before September comes where you need to run again. And God gives us times of rest and God gives us times where we need to fight. And I believe September probably onwards is a time where we're fighting in a battle. And, you know, recently, I think it was last week as well, before that meeting, I had a dream where, and I don't often get dreams specific like this, but I had a dream where there was this kind of like lizard type thing that was on our house and it was just a brief dream, but it was like this lizard type. Have you ever seen like a, you know those dragons? I think they're called Komodo dragons. They're kind of like, you know, lizard things, but they can be quite big. And um, it was like on the side of our house, and it was looking through our window. And it was a real menacing kind of look through our window. And I kind of woke up out of this dream, and I was like, God, okay, that, that's a weird dream. What's that all about? And I, and, and I felt God just give me this scripture. And he said, be alert and a sober mind. Your enemy, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion looking for someone to devour. Resist him, stand firm in the faith, because you know that the family of believers throughout the world is undergoing the same kind of suffering. And he, he just downloaded that scripture straight to me. Now, I, I knew immediately God was just saying that, you know, your enemy is out there. It's not like he can just come in and do whatever he wants in your life, but he's out there, and you just need to know He's out there prowling around and just be alert. And we need to know this. It's not, we can't hide away from this or, or just pre pretend it doesn't happen. We have an enemy and he's out there. And Holly was telling me, if, I think Tim had a dream, something about a snake kind of coming into a room and like attacking people. Is that right, Tim? You had a dream, something like that. I can't see you in the light. And, um, and it was just coming into the room attacking people. And again, it was kind of like confirmed like my dream. It's like the enemy wants to try and come in. He wants to try and stir things up in our lives and kind of just come against us. But we, you know, we have to take that stand like this scripture says. It says resist him and stand firm in the faith. Resist him and stand firm. We've got to resist the enemy. We've got to overcome the enemy and stand firm in who we are. Um, in Christ. There's another scripture that says we're not unaware of his schemes. We know what he tries to do. And if you're a mature believer here, you would have experienced stuff like this happening. But we have to come against him. We come against him, we overcome him with the word of God, with praise. Like this morning was excellent. Thank you guys to the worship team that just really spoke, you know, really, you know, just helps this word come out. And we'll go back into a bit of that at the end. But that praise that, that as David and Megan were singing out and um, Richard's on the keyboard, it's like that level of praise just breaks things down in the spirit. That praise is strong. It's got to be strong. It's got to come from in there. And when we're just singing out to God and we're lifting his name up, that breaks stuff through over our lives. I don't know if you feel different after that worship this morning. I do. It feels like we just, you kind of, you're just clearing the air and just pushing things back. And praise is a weapon. You know, the word is a weapon. Praise is a weapon. Prayer is a weapon. You know, as we are obedient to God, our obedience is a weapon. When we do what God asks us to do, 
it's a weapon. As we're reaching out to other people, that's, that's moving the enemy back. Sometimes preaching the gospel to someone, that is, that is a weapon. Just getting that, the, the word of God, the, the gospel out of your mouth and speaking that into someone, no matter kind of what their reaction to it is, um, not that we're Bible bashing people, but you're telling people about the gospel, it's like that pushes some stuff back in the spirit as well. So I've never ever experienced that. I, I know at work, when I used to work in our care home, sometimes I'd, I'd preach the gospel to people, maybe staff or kids, and do you know what? It would change the atmosphere. It would change what's going on because you're, te- you're speaking out that truth and that gospel is the power of God unto salvation, isn't it? So when we're speaking that out, when you're reaching out to people, it's, there's a power releasing that and that's a weapon as well. So God has given us our spiritual weapons. Guys, if you can get that video ready. It says, finally, be strong in the Lord and in his mighty power. Put on the full armor of God so that you can take your stand against the devil's schemes. For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the powers of this dark world, and against spiritual forces of evil in heavenly realms. Therefore, put on the full armor of God so that when the day of evil comes, you may be able to stand uh, stand your ground, and after you've done everything, to stand. And then it goes through the armor, the, the armor bits, the, the sword of the spirit, shield of faith, helmet of salvation, and all of that. Take a look at that scripture. We need to know it. You know, in, um, in this eight o'clock meeting on Wednesday, I had a picture that I shared and I prayed out in the meeting. And what it was, was there was a number of us on a battlefield and we were fighting against the enemy and we were pushing forward and we were taking territory, we were taking ground. And it was like there was a few people on this battlefield, but there was other people kind of sat around or, or around the edges that just were reluctant to fight. They didn't want to fight. They just didn't want to get in the war. They didn't want to get in the battle. And it kind of was like there was a few people fighting, but there was more people kind of watching. And for whatever reason, these people were reluctant. They were uh, just resistant. They just didn't want to take up their weapons, take up their, the, the weapons that God had given them, and they didn't want to fight. They didn't want to enter into the battle and engage the enemy. And we just continued to fight. And that was kind of, that was the, the, kind of the end of the, the picture that God gave me. But I just, out of that, I felt God really put something on my heart to pray that everyone would take up the weapons that God has given them, the weapons of warfare, and fight and get in the battle. So that's what I prayed out. And just, you know, I'll pray some of that out towards the end. But I want to encourage us that we, none of us should think that someone else needs to fight our battle for you or fight your battle for you. We've all been called, like that scripture says, to be in, to take the armor of God and to fight against the enemy. All of us need to, to get that sword of the spirit, the shield of faith, the helmet of salvation, the belt of truth, the breastplate of righteousness. We need to grab up, pick up our weapons and fight against the spiritual forces. And we need to advance the kingdom of God. We can't expect people, anyone else to do it for you. You know, as a pastor, I, I would love, one of the things I'd love to do for you guys as the congregation is to teach you how to fight to encourage you how to fight, to fight your own battles, to fight for yourself. Yes, we do need one another. I'm not saying that, just go, into, you know, go alone and fight. We, we need to help each other out, and we need to be in the body, and we need to be in community and in unity. 
But there is certain battles in your own life. You need to stand up in what God's giving you and the word of God that he's placed in you. And you need to, you need to fight you need to fight the enemy yourself. And as a whole, we fight together. So you fight your individual battle, but as a whole, we push back as well. We push the enemy back and we fight together. But all of us need to be in that battle. All of us. Now, here's a, here's a scripture that came out in this meeting as well. And this is from 1 Kings 20. And it's actually powerful. It's powerful. And it's, it's a word for us. It's a word for us at the moment. And it's in 1 Kings 20. And it talks about a battle where uh, a king called Ben-Hadad was coming against um, the king of Israel called Ahab. And Ahab wasn't the greatest of kings of Israel, if you, if you know his stories, Ahab and Jezebel. Ahab was, was not a good king. Um, but God still recognized him as king at this point in time, and God still came on, you know, came in to battle for him. But Ben-Hadad was the king of Aram, so I'm just going to read through this. This is 1 Kings 20, 1 to 14. Now, Ben-Hadad, the king of Aram, mustered his entire army, accompanied by 32 kings with their horses and chariots, and he went and besieged Samaria and attacked it. So he's coming against the king of Israel. He's coming against Israel. He sent his messengers into the city to Ahab, the king of Israel, saying... This is what Ben-Hadad says, your silver and gold are mine, and the best of your wives and children are mine. The king of Israel answered, he said, just as, just as you say, my lord, the king, I, I and all I, all I have are yours. So Ben-Hadad came against the king of Israel, and Ahab just said, okay, whatever you want to take, just take it, just have it. The messengers came again and said, this is what Ben-Hadad says, I sent to demand your silver and your gold, your wives and your children, but about this time tomorrow I'm going to send my officials to search your palace and the houses of your officials and they will seize everything you value and carry away, and carry it away. So Ben-Hadad said, I want your silver, your gold, your children, and now I'm going to come into your palaces and I'm going to take everything of value that you've got, basically. I'm coming in and just taking it. The king of Israel summoned all the elders of the land and said to them, See how this man is looking for trouble. When he sent for our wives and our children, my silver and my gold, I did not refuse him. The elders and the people all answered, Don't listen to him or agree with this, his demands. So he replied to Ben-Hadad's messenger, Tell my lord the king, your servant will do all you demanded for the first time, but this demand, this recent demand, I cannot meet. They left and took the answer back to Ben-Hadad, and then Ben-Hadad sent another message to Ahab and said, May the gods deal with me, be it so very severely, if enough dust remains in Samaria to give each of my men a handful. The king of Israel answered, Tell him, one who puts on his armor should not boast like one who takes it off. Ben-Hadad heard this message while he and his kings were drinking in their tents and orders his men to prepare to attack. So they prepared to attack the city. So they prepared to attack Israel. So what's going on here is there's a, so basically Ahab is basically negotiating and saying, okay, you can have all of this, but I don't want you to have this. And actually it was the elders that told Ahab to refuse Ben-Hadad to take everything from them. But Ahab was negotiating with his enemy and saying, you can have this, but you can't have that. And he's basically a bit of a pushover, really. So, So 
Meanwhile, a prophet came to Ahab, king of Israel, and announced, This is what the Lord says. Do you see this vast army? So he's talking about Ben-Hadad's army. I will give it into your hand today, and then you will know that I am the Lord. But who will do this? Um, Asked Ahab. The prophet replied, This is what the Lord says. The junior officers under the provincial command will do it. And then Ahab said, And who will start the battle? He asked. And the prophet answered, You will. So... What's going on here is Ahab is just rolling over and just allowing this, this um, enemy of Israel to just come in and take everything. And the prophet of the Lord has come to Ahab and said, listen, you see this army that you're about to just let come and wipe you out or take whatever they want. God is saying to you, I will give them into your hand. Don't let them just walk in and do what they, they're planning to do. And he even said, the prophet said to Ahab, you're going to be at the head of the army, you're going to start this war, and you're going you're to win. And your junior officers, I find that interesting, the junior officers are going to be the ones that are going to uh, win this battle for you. That's, God often does that. He'll often use the weakest things to actually take out the enemy, to show his strength and to see his name glorified in these battles. So if you're here today and you feel like you're weak or you can't pray or you can't praise or you can't do this or you can't do that to, to get into this battle and fight, God is actually saying, I, I love the using the, our, your weakness to actually show my strength through you and uh, overcome the enemy. Now, do we do this sometimes? Are we a little bit like Ahab sometimes? When, when circumstances come up, where things happen in our families or in our health or in our, in our lives or with our children or at work or wherever, in our finances, do we sometimes just roll over and just say, okay, well, this is all looking bad, so just, just, just take whatever you want to take, but not this bit, but you can have the rest of it because I, can't, I can't be bothered to fight. I can't be bothered to stand up against you at this moment in time so just take what you want are we a bit like that because I want to encourage you this morning that we shouldn't be like that we shouldn't allow the enemy to just trample through our lives and take whatever he wants to take so again that scripture says the thief comes to kill steal and destroy but Jesus has come to give us life and life in all of its fullness so we are called to be people of battle we are called to be people, oh, like a warfaring people. We're called to be in an army, the army of the living God. That's who he's, that's in our DNA. Just putting that word in there. And that's in our identity. That's in who God has called us to be. We are a people who fight and God has given us the ability to fight and God has given us the victory. We're more than conquerors. We're overcomers. We're people that don't shrink back. We move forward. We fight the good fight of faith. We stand firm. We're not moved. We are, he's our fortress. He's our rock. He's our, our strong tower. He's our strength in these battles that we fight. The battle belongs to the Lord. Amen. But we have to allow him to fight through us. We have to allow him to use our voices to work through us to push back the circumstances and the stuff of life. So we're going to pray in a moment. Could I have the band up, please? Now, something God really reminded me of, and this was, this was just last night. He said he isn't moved by our needs. He's moved by our faith. 
Does that make sense? He's not moved by our needs and our circumstances. He doesn't get moved by that and is like, oh, I need to come and really help this person out really quickly because they're in desperate need. He's moved by our faith. He's looking for faith. He's looking for us to stand up and to speak into our issues and our things. And that's when he moves. Amen. That's when he jumps up and says, right, I'm coming right in there. I can see faith. I can see they believe the word. They believe the promises of God. I can see they're, they're moving by my spirit. And I step, that's when I step in. Now, Mark eleven twenty two says, have faith in God. Truly, I tell you, if anyone says to this mountain, go throw yourself into the sea and does not doubt in his heart, but believes uh, what they say, it will happen. It will be done for them. Therefore, I tell you, whatever you ask in prayer, believe that you have received it and it will be yours. We can speak to the mountains of our life. That's what Jesus has commanded us to do, to speak to the mountain and say, be thou removed. We speak into our, into, against the things that come up in our lives. We're not talking about uh, speaking against people necessarily, or we're talking about speaking horrible stuff or negative stuff over people. We're just commanding things to be moved out of the way. We're commanding God's will to take place. We're speaking what he's calling us to speak into situations. We're using the word of God and we're using that like a hammer to break down the things that are coming against us. Whether there's health issues going on in your body, you speak the word of God over you. Whether there's stuff kicking off with your children or in your family, you speak the word of God over your children. You speak to those mountains, you speak to those issues, and you command them out of the way. And we're going to do some of that in a minute. There's a scripture that Pastor Gary brought again on this morning. And this is from Psalm 18. And it says, with your help, I can advance against a troop. With my God, I can scale a wall. As for God, his way is perfect. The Lord's word is flawless. He shields all who take refuge in him. For who is God beside the Lord, and who is the rock except our God? It is God who arms me with strength and keeps my way secure. He makes my feet like the feet of deer. He causes me to stand on the heights. He trains my hands for battle. My arms can bend a bow of bronze. You, take, you make your saving help my shield, and your right hand sustains me. Your help has made me great. You provide a broad path for my feet so that my ankles do not give way. I pursued my enemies and overtook them. Just listen to some of this. This is what we want to see. And we're talking about our spiritual enemies here. I pursued my enemies and overtook them. I did not turn back till they were destroyed. I crushed them so that they could not rise. They fell beneath my feet. You armed me with strength for battle. You humbled my adversaries before me. You made my enemies turn their backs in flight and I destroyed my foes. They cried for help, but there was no one to save them. I beat them as fine as the wind-blown dust. I trampled them like mud in the streets. You have delivered me from the attacks of the people and you have made me the head of nations. And it says, people I did not know, they serve me. Now, that's a big chunk of scripture, but it encourages us. 
to stand firm, to stand up. God has given us all of these things. He has given us and trained, he's trained us for battle. He's equipped us for war. He's equipped us for the fight that we have ahead of us. He's given us the strength and everything we need to overcome the enemy, to trample him under our feet, and to continue moving forward in the will of God for our lives and the lives of people around us. If you'd just like to stand... Now, what I want us to do, I'll pray some stuff in a bit, but what I want you to do is to just pray with someone around you. So maybe in twos or threes. And I want you to just ask them if there's something going on in their life. Is there a need in their lives that you can agree with them and pray with them for? So the person is not necessarily, they're going to pray for you, but you, it's you activating your faith and them agreeing with your faith. So you might say, okay, there's this need in my body, but I'm believing that God is going to heal me or has healed me. I just want you to agree with me. There's this stuff going on with my children or in my family or at school or at work or whatever, but I believe God is going to overcome in that situation. So you're lifting your faith and the person next to you is going to agree with you. So I'm just going to let you get on with that for a few minutes and then we're going to come back together and pray a bit more. So any need in your life, whatever's pressing, whatever needs to be sorted out, whatever you need God to do, just share that and the people around you are going to agree with you and we're going to see breakthrough. Amen. Okay, one more minute.
Thank you, Jesus. says have faith in God truly I tell you if anyone sits this mountain go throw yourself into the sea and does not doubt in their heart but believes what they say it will happen God will move these mountains out of our lives amen thank you father I'm just going to pray before we go back into worship and as we worship it's still an opportunity to just lift up let your request be made known to God but exalt him over any issue any things that are going on in your lives we're going to be singing this power in the name of Jesus so you can speak the name of Jesus over your life. But Father God, I just want to just pray right now in Jesus' name that you thrust, Father, you thrust us into that battlefield, Lord God. You don't let any of us sit back or sit reluctant or sit resistant from fighting the enemies in our lives, Father God. But we go into this battlefield as one in unity, as one force, as one army that we say strong together, arm to arm, shield to shield. Father God, we push back the enemy in this town, over Broadfield, over our lives, our communities, in our households, in our places of work. Father God, I thank you. We stand firm together, Lord God, and we move forward. We move forward. We advance your kingdom, Jesus. Father, we exalt you right now over our church, over our congregation, over the youngest to the oldest. Lord, we exalt you. We thank you, Lord God, that you are the God of the breakthrough, that you're the God of all victory. And Father, we are more than conquerors in Christ Jesus. Amen. There is power in the name of Jesus. There is power in the name of Jesus. There is power, there is power. Break every chain, break every chain, break every chain. There is power, there is power in the name of Jesus. There is power in the name of Jesus. There is power in the name of Jesus. To break every chain. Every chain, break every chain, to break every chain, break every chain, break every chain. There is power in the name of Jesus. There is power in the name of Jesus. There is power in the name of Jesus. Jesus. 
shame Break every chain Break every chain To break every chain Break every chain Break every chain To break every chain Break every chain Break every chain To break every chain Break every chain Break every chain There's an army rising up. There's an army rising up to break every chain, break every chain, break every. There's an army. There's an army rising up. There's an army. Rising up, there's an army rising up to break every chain, break every chain, to break every chain, to break every chain, break every chain, break every chain, to break every chain, break every chain, break every chain to break every chain break every chain break every chain the victory is yours the power is yours the victory is yours sound of your name Jesus Jesus the enemy's hope must break at the sound of your name Jesus Jesus every chain must break at the sound of your name
Jesus, 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 every chain be broken, Jesus, 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 the victory is yours, Jesus, power, Lord, in your name, Jesus. keep saying that name over every curse over every offense of the enemy over everything demonic Father we lift your name Jesus Jesus. over every struggle and issue and difficulty Jesus we lift your name Jesus you are the conqueror Jesus you are the victor Jesus you are the mighty warrior you're the Lord of the breakthrough Jesus, over every life that needs to be saved, over every person that needs a breakthrough, we exalt you, Jesus. We exalt you, Jesus. Jesus, 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 Jesus. really I believe right now Lord said to me we're gonna just we're just gonna shout shout unto God a voice of triumph we're gonna shout the name of Jesus and what I saw was as we shouted that name the enemy had put like restrictions and barriers like circular walls around different situations but we shout that name it's almost like all of those things going all of those things blowing down so it's like those things so we just don't don't worry about being English because we're not we're king, yes we are, or well, some of us are, uh, <laughs> I don't know, I don't know it's, it's mean a lot of things here, but let's just shout the name of Jesus, as we do that now, barriers, things are going to shift in the spirit, amen, you ready, Jesus, Jesus, Every resistance you bow now to the name of Jesus. We shatter your work right now. We shatter your hand right now. We snap off 
every work of the enemy right now on people's life. We declare the name of Jesus. Just once more. Once more. Jesus. Man, <clears throat> this is my voice. <clears throat> Thank you, Jesus. Now, just last thing. If there's anyone here who doesn't know Jesus as their Lord and Savior, today's a great day to get to know Him. He came, He died on the cross for you. He shed His blood for you. He gave His life for you for the forgiveness of sins that you've committed. He gave his life so that you could be made right and come into right standing and right relationship with the Father. He's here today and he's calling you to himself. He wants you to give your life to him. He wants you to give he wants to give you his kingdom. He wants to give you new life. He wants to give you a full life. A life with purpose, with meaning, a life of victory, a life that is fruitful. He wants to bless you. He wants to use you. He wants to cut off all the negative stuff and bring you into stuff that's positive, that's life-giving. He wants to use you to bless others. So if you don't know him today and you want to make that decision, come and speak to one of us here at the front. And we would love to introduce you to the King of Kings, to the Lord of Lords, the God of all salvation. Amen. Let's give God one last shout of praise. Thank you, Jesus. He is worthy. He is good. Amen. Thank you for listening to this Kingdom Faith podcast. We trust it's been an encouragement to you. For more information and resources from Kingdom Faith and our other audio and video podcasts, please visit www.kingdomfaith.com.